It is Saturday again. Time for my annual my Saturday coffee clutch with Heather Lofthouse, Executive Director of Inequality Media Civic Action, and my former student. Years ago, years ago, years ago. Good morning, Good everyone, morning. and you, Bob. Thanks Good for the coffee. Morning. Well, thank you for the coffee, and everybody, get a cup and and join us right now. Uh, the biggest issue that I'm thinking about, Heather, is the railroad railroad workers. If I can yes. say it. Please. I mean, I tell us what's happening. I understand why Congress, why the Biden administration, Joe Biden and the Democrats wanted to pass a piece of legislation that would prohibit railway workers from striking. But, you know, this is so antithetical to the tradition of the Democrats, so antithetical to workers' rights. Uh, I mean, I did a little research on railway workers, and it turns out that they are they are being abused. I mean, the terrible working conditions. These railroads are among the most profitable companies in America today. Yep, and essential. I mean, so many tons of freight are shipped or moved on them. But the big problem is that they have underinvested and they mm-hmm. are, well, basically they have fewer workers than they need, which means that each worker has to be on call almost all the time. And is subject to you know no sick sick leave and and no uh, no possibility for even knowing their schedules in advance. Uh, and these rich companies, these huge companies, are not doing anything about it. Haven't done anything about it for two years. Uh, there's been there've been threats. There've been uh, attempts to strike, and nothing has happened. So why? My question to you, since you are an expert on railroads, yeah, and labor, and labor, why? <laughs> Why is it that the Democrats have not done, over the last two years, even introduced legislation about what the railroads ought to do to increase their staffing if they are so radically understaffed? I know. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot on the docket for people to be taking, you know, for working on, and this has just fallen down, and it takes something like this to force people to focus on it. Yes, but this is just another example of, you know, what happens when big, greedy corporations, and they are making more money than ever, we know that, the Labor Department, Commerce Department just reported uh, this Wednesday that corporate profits for the third quarter of this year were at record levels. And what do you have with big, greedy corporations? They have a lot of political power. Uh, and when it comes to, ultimately, uh, any a kind of crisis like this, uh, where there is like, likely to be a strike, what happens? Well, Congress and the Democrats roll over. I know. They just, they roll over. They just, uh, you know, it, it's, it has to happen. We have got to stop the strike. Well, I, again, it's, it's, it happens all the time uh, with the Federal Reserve Board right now. Uh, now, I know that Congress and the Democrats can't do much, but uh, this Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed, is a an appointee yep. uh, of the uh, essentially, Democrats. I mean, Biden decided to keep him, uh, and Powell decides that he's going to continue to raise interest rates, even in the face of these gigantic corporate profits, even in the face of mounting evidence that corporations that have the power to raise their prices are doing it using the cover of inflation uh, as a way to justify raising their prices higher than their costs. They're doing it all over the country. Yeah, we've seen the graphs. And and Q3 numbers are just out. Soaring profits. Better than Q3 last year, even. And so, mm. 
I, I mean, I, am I wrong to feel a little bit outraged, a little bit pissed off? <laughs> no, but I'm also biased, but also objectively, you're not wrong. But sick days? Is it so much to ask for sick days? Also, so much research says public health-wise, people should take sick days. And people who take sick days, I mean, they're going to show up better. And, and, and look, the House Democrats, uh, they did pass a separate piece of legislation yep. saying, yes, there's sick days for railroad railroad workers, uh, but the Senate you know, is not able to pass that. That's it. I mean, we, it? It, it's it's all so yep. obvious. 52 to 43. Yep, didn't pass. It is. That's it. That's the outrage to me, too, seems that it seems obvious. And your point, why hasn't something been done in the past two years? I mean, who's speaking up, honestly? Now, I'm, this may sound rhetorical, Heather. Mm -hmm. Who is speaking up for American workers? The working class. Hello? Not enough people. Some individual workers are getting, you know, this has been, there have been some amazing worker power wins as of late. Not enough. Yes. And, and labor is flexing its muscles yeah. a little bit, but uh, it needs more power. It needs to be able to organize unions with a an easy up or down vote yeah. and management these these you know this these corporations that have never had as much money yeah. they are busting unions right and left but it's also it was already an upstream battle as we know but then when the republicans are saying we're the you know party of the working class look at us we care and then they're actually anti that they are it doesn't clearly help anti working yeah. class my question to you is why aren't democrats more pro-working class. Why are the Democrats essentially abandoned? I know. Well, the they I class? feel like they say it's I mean it's different than the GOP obviously. But they don't they don't do as much as they should, but they kind of pretend they are and I don't know. Is it complacency? Is it prioritization? Is it I mean I think it's partly money. I mean the big Democrats money. are drinking at the same trough as the Republicans in terms of campaign finance. Now it's not as bad as Republicans, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, but it still leaves a void in terms of the entire political structure of the United right. States. I mean, who is speaking up for workers? Uh, where, do we need a? Well, this gets off to another question. I will leave it. I will <laughs> leave it in the air. Do we need a worker party? Yes. Interesting. Do we need it? We need to be asking that question. We need to be asking it. But I mean, third parties right. generally take away votes from the right. party closest to them ideologically. Mm. But I think it's about time that that was asked. Okay. Speaking of decision makers. Yes. And what they're doing and sh what they should be doing. Yes. And what they're not doing. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk this week. He's a decision maker. Ugh. Well, uh, talk about power. Yes. Right. Uh, and he decided that Kanye West... Had uh, had gone too far. Yep, he's off again. He's been because his account he, has been suspended on Twitter because he put up uh, a a swastika inside a star of David, and that was there was too much even for Elon. Freedom of speech, Musk. Yep. But at the same time, the hate speech that is growing on Twitter in light of Elon Musk's basically taking away all of the moderation. Uh, equipment of people who were in charge of moderation, uh, hate speech is soaring. So who is in charge of... Well, he is, but what? what Why kind, is he adjudicating this? And who is, what kind and, of special uh, kind of equipment, responsibility, authority does he have? And uh, the whims. I mean, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. You know, again, this is, can you imagine, this is a major, a lot of people come to me and they say, well, I don't care about Twitter. I mean, I don't use Twitter. But the fact is, 
that millions and millions of people do, and it's a major place. It's like the national billboard, mm-hmm. or you know, you want to, uh, or a tack board. You want to put something up, a message that people right. are going to be seen. Politicians use it. Everybody uses journalists. It. I know, I know. And and for it be it to be run by the richest man in the world who just bought it, a, a kind of a what a plaything, mm-hmm. and now is running it. I know, and the numbers are so scary about. Hate speech, homophobia, anti-Semitism, racism. Oof, it's grim. Well, I, I mean, shouldn't a a, a, a a something like Twitter, shouldn't that be treated like a public carrier? You know, we were talking about the railroads yeah, a moment ago. Right. Uh, and the, the railroads are not a model for right. all the reasons we talked about. Right. But shouldn't, uh, you know, it's a, almost a public utility. Yeah, communications wise, I know. And the barrier of entry was very low. You know, anyone could get an account, anyone can tweet. And it was kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's called the private sector, right? Billionaires? Well, it's called privatizing. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's one thing if you have shareholders and Mm -hmm. you have at least responsibility. Now, the only thing that is weighing on Elon Musk, I suppose, is the advertisers. His advertisers were saying, you know, if you allow all this hate speech, then I'm not going to advertise because yeah. I'm. it kind of tarnishes my brand name. That's what's standing between us and, right. and total right. chaos. Yeah. But even right now, advertisers are saying they're not going to go on. Right. Well, some still are, but many are getting off. And there was a whole thing with Apple this past week. Um, one thing I continue to go to Twitter for is to... you Are you... Do you go to Twitter? I go to Twitter. You do? It's like, yeah. What do you? It's like the park. I just go. No, I follow certain people. I fi- follow some pundits, some interesting comedians. Um, but I do often get news there. What I was going to say is for the Georgia runoff. It's been interesting to see the early results. You know, a lot of people are voting. And so that's one thing I've been refreshing and kind of tracking. Are you getting good information Twitter. from Twitter? I mean, t- let's look at the Georgia runoffs. Yeah. I mean, every time I get any information at all, yeah. whether it's Twitter or anyplace else, Herschel Walker is making a, a total fool of himself. Uh, but uh, what's, what's... What do there... we know beyond that? Yes. Yeah. And why... Um, but, but polls show that he's... He's pretty close to Warnock. Yeah, neck and neck. We'll have to see. It's coming up on Tuesday. But, I mean, many people, there's Bolts Magazine is something we've mentioned before and we follow. But it's interesting to see there's been a record number of early voting on one day. I think that was the statistic that was the record. And we assume that early voting means Democrats? Well, we don't know. It's seeming like it's both. But it's also some of the numbers have said it's a lot of young people. Some of the numbers have said it's many people who did not vote in the general. So more will be revealed. We'll have to see. Um, But it's encouraging that a lot of people are getting out. But you're right. I don't know. Well, if it's young people, I mean, that they tend to vote Democrat. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, here again, I just I find it amazing that you have a very, very competent candidate in the form of, of Raphael Warnock. And then you have uh, an, a totally incompetent candidate in the form of Herschel Walker. And yet, what, because they're both advertising like mad? Because they both have huge amounts of money? Uh, be, I don't know. And, and interesting, Trump is not going into Georgia. I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because uh, can you imagine the, the conversation at Mar-a-Lago 
uh, with Trump's advisors who want to who don't want to insult him, right. but know from the Georgia people yeah. that they don't want Trump there. Yeah. Um, Mr. President, uh, terribly sorry. Uh, do you have something else yeah. you could do? You would be fabulous, but do you know what would be even better? <laughs> <laughs> you will be you great. You stay here. Yes. You, in fact, you could do God, anything. Be you could do everything remotely from Mar-a-Lago. You, and if there's a technical challenge, shoot. Oh, Mr. President, you are fabulous. You are fabulous. <laughs> Just don't go into Georgia. Uh, but then Warnock, his team put out a whole bunch of um, advertisements where Trump was endorsing Walker early days to make yes, that connection. to make the connection. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, this... This is good news, Heather, in terms of uh, Trump's, mm. what, his, his, his next two years? I mean, this, right. his campaign is already off the to The sheen a, is coming off. Well, there's no, I mean, sheen, <laughs> the, the, the shit <laughs> is coming off. Um, so let, we've got to round up, finish up, and, and our coffee's almost gone. Tell me, mm. I, I, I was thinking this morning, I got up and I was thinking to myself, as I sometimes do in the morning, uh, what is the, is there any talent in, I was looking in the mirror and thinking, do you have any talent at all? And I couldn't come up with anything. This is your morning? <laughs> well, this was this morning. Oh. But I happen to know that you have mm. a very special gift and I think you should share it. Well, so listeners. I have several. I mean, I'm good at juggling, but that's hard to show on a podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, I think you're talking about the fact that I can do the alphabet backwards. Absolutely. Okay, ready? I'm going to try to go, not screw it up. Go. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-H-D-F-E-D-C-B-A. That was pretty fast. Unbelievable. You could do it too. You just memorize it backwards. I can't even check you. Well, what about Washington, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Taylor, 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 Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant. But, well, I can't do it. Well, anyway, uh, everybody, thank you for being out there. You have a great, great week, and uh, we're going to pay. Uh, we're going to play. You're going to play. Yes, coffee forever. Coffee forever with Robert and Heather, no matter the weather they meet. I think that could, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody.